0: Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Elizabeth Elting. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting, Life Unscripted. I'm so grateful to have you here today. How are you? I'm doing great.
1: Thank you. How are you, Christina?
0: Oh, you betcha. I'm doing fabulous. Even more so that we're going to talk about something that's been troubling a lot of people, and that is how to deal with the fear of uncertainty. Right now, we've had a heck of a lot of that with... Um, leaving past COVID, and I really hope it's post-COVID, That the, the name of our new series, Post-COVID, uh, <laughs> Life After COVID. Um, because we want to get past this uncertainty and start to see how we can pivot and grow and go from there. And there are a lot of opportunities. It might seem scary, but it's those uncertain times that can bring about the most growth.
1: Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Uncertain <laughs> times give us opportunities. So, absolutely.
0: Tell me, how has it been for you, this whole change and pivot and going through the COVID and post COVID? What have been some of the biggest changes for you and how have you worked through some of the uncertain times?
1: Sure. Absolutely. Well, it's been interesting for me as it is for everyone. I certainly feel incredibly fortunate mm-hmm. because. I'm so lucky to be healthy, my family is healthy, and so thank goodness for that. And I I know it's been incredibly tough um, for so many people. And certainly that's the case right now. So much is up in the air and we're feeling like we're in this in-between. So it's natural to be afraid of the unknown, especially in this past year. But whether we're talking about the pandemic or the usual uncertainties of life, there are a few things I always do that I can, can, I can talk about. But yeah, just sure. in a general sense, I'm feeling fortunate. I'm feeling fortunate to be healthy and you know to have a roof over my head and, and food to eat and all of that. But would it be helpful for me to talk about what I do during uncertain times and and what I I'm doing now and what I recommend. People yeah, absolutely.
0: Do. And I'm getting from you one of the first things you just mentioned here was gratitude. Has that been a big part of what's brought you through these uncertain times?
1: Absolutely. And I I I am incredibly grateful. And I think We continually need to be, you know, whether it's this pandemic, which is as bad as anything. It it's been harmful to so many people in so many ways. But always being grateful every day because we have so much to be grateful for. I mean, certainly I do. I I shouldn't speak for everyone because so many people are going through tough times. But whatever things are in our lives that we can be grateful for, above all our health, Mm -hmm. and and then you know the different things. I think gratitude is critical every day for all of us
0: yeah you know it's interesting someone said to me earlier this week uh where is the gift in this or the gift in any crisis or terrible situation. And you're like, uh, there's some terrible situations where you're like, I don't think there's a gift in this. But uh, I found even during this time, and it's been t- tough for my family, that there are sometimes critical gifts that you can see after maybe the event that you're like, Oh, my gosh, this actually turned out to be a blessing, losing a job, perhaps. And then you realize, hey, I, I have this business I could start or, you know, uh, you know, whatever it might be. Absolutely.
1: I definitely agree. I agree with that whole concept because I think back with my own history. I feel like right out of business school, when I did get a job and I quickly realized that job was not for me, I thought, oh gosh, you know, I just spent, you know, this time, this money getting my MBA, and what am I doing? This is the wrong Mm -hmm. job. But um, to quickly leave, took a risk, started my company, Mm -hmm. and thank goodness that job was not for me. Thank goodness I didn't find the perfect job because then I was able to start my company Mm -hmm. and have a a career that I could have never dreamed of. So that's certainly an example of a time that's happened for me. And then Mm -hmm. I had challenges a few years ago with my company um, that I needed to get through Mm -hmm. and I got through them. And now, you know, as I um, may have mentioned, I, I sold my half of my company. So now You know, in retrospect, that was an opportunity at the time. I thought, oh, how how can I go through this? I'm dealing with such challenges. I went through five years of litigation, et cetera, et cetera. But now I get to do what I love. I'm I'm running my foundation and trying to make a difference in the world. So, yes, when we have problems, often these problems, these obstacles give us opportunities we would have never have had.
0: The Elizabeth Elting Foundation, share a little bit about that because you're doing great work in, in the world. Oh, thank
1: you. Thank you. And I will tell you quickly, in a nutshell, what we do. Basically, um, I started the foundation to help women and other marginalized populations, because I found during my career that women were not always treated as they should be. They needed to be able to you know, make more money for the same positions, be put in leadership positions, and then when we're all working together, treat it respectfully. And then the same went for other people, whether it was black people, brown people, LGBT people, whomever. And so that is what my foundation focuses, basically focuses on helping women, marginalized populations, and the underserved community in general. And that's what we're doing.
0: That's awesome. Where do they find out more if they want to go check it out themselves? um oh. thank you for asking um have a
1: website which is the elizabetheltingfoundation.org is the url
0: awesome. so that is
1: where on my website thank I you post it. yeah
0: thank i'm going to post that on our show page but let everyone know if anyone's sitting here and they're feeling like overwhelmed they're like what's the first step i take where do i begin to even get out of this horrible feeling that i feel like i'm trapped i'm sinking where do they begin what's some of your ideas so
1: this is what I wanted to talk about, whether we're talking about the pandemic or the usual uncertainties in life, there are a few things I always do and that I recommend people always do. And the five things are this, um, focus on what I can control or you know, focus on what you can control, accept what you don't know, follow your passion and integrity, stay positive, and breathe. So those are the five things and mm-hmm. I'm going to elaborate on each of those. I will break those down. So first of all, focus on what you can control, whether we're talking about our new normal, the election, a career change, or a cross-country move, or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There's no point worrying about what you can't do anything about. Mm-hmm. You can't. I mean, much of it we can't control. Like, when will it be over? Who will win the election? uh, Will I get that next job? Will I get into this college? Right. There's no point worrying about what you can't do anything about. But by the same token, you're not helpless and put your energy where it matters. So in a new job, it would be pointless to worry about what your new boss will be like. But So instead, focus on how you're going to thrive and make an impact. Um, Identify what you actually do have power over. So my response to the pandemic for me personally was to redirect my charitable foundation that I was just talking about toward COVID-19 relief. Mm -hmm. So that was what I could do. So, you know, I mentioned that we focus on women and marginalized populations, but basically everything we've done since March relates to helping people who are suffering from COVID, who are victims of COVID. So helping people, whether it's respect with respect to, uh, giving them food, because you know we have a lot more hungry people, or giving them education on you know, COVID, or whatever, a health, better health care, et cetera. So that's what I've been focusing on mm-hmm. since, since COVID started, and that's making me feel better. We all have our individual capacities, competencies, connections, and resources. And think about what yours are. How can you bring them to the table? What can your decisions affect? How can you set yourself up for success? So that's really focusing on what you can control. That's number one. Number two is accept what you don't know. You can't know everything and the future is never set. So last year, nobody was planning on a pandemic, but here we are, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Man plans God. Yeah, that, there's that saying, man plans, God laughs, you know? laughs. So we just have to deal with it. So we know there are plenty of things we don't know, and this has always been true. We live in uncertainty all the time. The illusion of control has always been just an illusion,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: right now we're just acutely aware of it. Um, everything we do is managed risk. So yes, circumstances may get in your way, but that's out of your hands. And accept the limitations of what is and what isn't knowable,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then move forward on the information that you do have and that you can get. So. The goal is to stop fear from stopping you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: you know, I want you to be able to kind of go ahead and act on your decisions despite uncertainty, right? I mean, sure, things are risky, but it doesn't mean you shouldn't do them. Sure, you don't know what's next or you don't know exactly what'll happen, but, but you need to go forward anyway. Mm-hmm. And then thirdly, focus on passion and integrity. You know, follow your passion and integrity. The right choices aren't supposed to be easy. So for example, when you're being ambitious, when you're chasing after your dreams, things are going to be scary, they're going to be risky. Chase Mm -hmm. after them, do what scares you, and know that fear is a little normal. Mm -hmm. So just be sure to check in with yourself and make sure that that fear is there for the right reasons. That is because you're taking a risk, challenging yourself and stepping outside your comfort zone, not because you're doing something that compromises your integrity. So whatever you do, just make sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Sorry. So what Go I'm ahead. getting from you on that is that sometimes you'll get started, like, okay, this is the direction I want to take. I want to maybe start this side hustle or do this thing, and you get started. And here's the thing: you might be scared, and that thing you start might turn into something totally different. That's what happened for me. I started a financial consulting business, and I'm good at it. I like it. But then I came across this podcasting. I would have never dreamed of doing this podcasting that has taken off and and it gotten to a point over one year of forty five thousand. Listeners, all the way up to 3 million at one point. Um, but, wow. yeah, but you wouldn't have gotten there had you just not taken the first step. So, hey, maybe you're going to start a soup company. And then you realize a year in, hey, I'm being pulled in this direction, a whole new dream comes from that. But, you know, it's like going with that uncertainty, letting it take you to the next step can actually be um, really, really a super spurt of growth that can come about. No, you're absolutely
1: right. You don't know where it'll lead you. You follow your passion and maybe your first passion is, you know, whatever. I mean, in my case, it was a translation company because I loved languages, but then it led to a, a global language and technology solutions company, which then led to a foundation and you're right. Just follow your passion You'll enjoy what you're doing. And then you never know, as you say, where it might lead you. So I couldn't agree with that more, Christina. And then next, number four is stay positive. Um, Pessimism paralyzes, paralysis Mm -hmm. kills. So turn that anxiety into excitement. Let it fuel you. See this uncertainty as a time of possibility. Mm -hmm. Um, And it really is. I mean, Basically, because people aren't necessarily in the job they thought they were going to be in or in the job they even had. I mean, that's a, that's a chance to follow your passion and start, start a business Mm -hmm. as, as you did. Um, So, as I said, so see this uncertainty as a time of possibility. Every transition is an opportunity to build whatever comes next. So staying positive helps you maintain energy and movement and really take action and don't, catastrophize, which, and the definition of that is assuming the worst possible outcome is the most likely or only possible outcome. It's easy to see uncertainty as negative Mm -hmm. because we think, okay, then we're managing our expectations. We won't be upset, but uncertainty really means the possibilities are wide open. Mm -hmm. So better to think of it um, like your birthday when you were a child, you never knew what you were going to get, but you didn't go into it assuming the worst because um, you know that why would you do that? And the not knowing was part of the excitement. And, you just and, and that something. Be- I,
0: rem- I remember being a kid, being excited about not knowing, and being excited and cool with that. I think yes. as adults, we we lose that te- uh, touch of curiosity and wanting to be a surprise. And, you know, as we grow up, like we want certainty, we want security, which is complete, as you said, an illusion, never real, no matter how secure you think you are, you could lose all your fortune, you could, you know, lose your job. But when you're a kid, you're like, none of that matters. You can't wait for the unexpected. Right, right. Surprises are
1: fun. And it's because people become too risk averse as time Mm -hmm. goes on. They do. But the... The surprises, the unexpected is what is often the best part. And that often those are the highs. Those are the best things in life when when you take risks. So I think it's important for all of us to do that. So Mm -hmm. staying positive doesn't mean everything will just work out as you expect. It doesn't guarantee that things will always go your way, but you will be far better off regardless of what lies ahead for you. And, you know, this really is a type of time of hope and renewal and something new, something different. Mm -hmm. And then finally, last thing that I'm sure you've all heard is number five, breathe, you know, calm down. (laughs) Don't panic. Don't freak out. Take a moment and literally breathe, you know, hold your breath, breathe out. And, you know, they say that deep breathing helps settle the entire nervous system, settle it down. It stops the part of your nervous system that reacts to danger and activates the part that regulates rest. So it's feed and breathe rather than fight or flight. So um, you know, yeah. hypervigilance doesn't actually give the sense of control you crave because your brain is reacting as if there's immediate danger to respond to. Mm-hmm. So it's best to rest, take stock, and then plan. Mm-hmm. And this is really how we make smart choices, keep ourselves sane, and keep going.
0: So oh, um, yeah,
1: those are some of the things I recommend during this time that I've found to be helpful.
0: I love that, Liz. Uh, uh, feed and breathe instead of flight and, and flee. Uh, because, yeah, you're right. You're like, yeah. uh, when you get in that high adrenaline, it's like you're running from a tiger at all times. And in that state, your brain kind of gets tunnel vision. You'll probably make really poor choices in that in that response. Um, but when you breathe deeply and then, you know, just let yourself rest and maybe, well, I was eating too much during COVID, but, uh, you know... <laughs> feed yourself healthily, you can begin to <laughs> make those better choices and, and, and come out on the other end even better than before this all started.
1: Yeah. And you know I understand the eating too much because I think we all are, we're around the food more. It's too easy to run to the refrigerator, but I think for that, and nobody loves eating more than I do, I, I happen to be a huge eater, but I think what helps on that, and people have probably heard this, but forcing yourself to get a set amount of exercise each day you know, for me personally, what I do is five miles. I make myself walk at least five miles. I'm, and just because then I'm out, I'm, you know, I'm doing something and it cha- it's a change of scenery and I know I'm doing what I need to do. And that's no matter what time in my life, just doing that somehow, but whatever it is, some people, you know, are much more athletic. They're doing major running, they're lifting major weights, whatever it is, but i just think making that part of your day along with the gratitude we spoke about earlier along with doing something productive each day you know whatever it is i mean another thing is calling at least and you know it's different numbers for different people but at least one friend you know mm-hmm. just or family member mm-hmm. to really make sure you're connecting with people yeah. because none of us should be isolated but you know there're those types of things as well yeah, incredibly helpful
0: oh, this has been such a helpful um podcast i know you've given so much value for people to think about and if they're feeling uncertain things to ponder and think about and say okay instead of freaking out what can i do this Productive. Uh, my one friend decided during the COVID thing, after a month of binging on Netflix, she said, I'm going <laughs> to go and get a degree online, because hey, I'm sitting on my butt all day long, might as well get some use out of it. And so boom, now you can get your degree up your, your resume. Uh, so there's so many things you can do at this time um, so yeah thank you so much liz for coming today and sharing your valuable wisdom before we leave and head on out just let everyone know again where they can find out more about your foundation more about you how can they do that
1: oh thank you thank you so much Christine. i appreciate that so i um my foundation website is foundation.org. So that's online. And um, yeah, that that talks about the foundation, and I really appreciate it. And I've loved this conversation, Christina. Thank you so incredibly
0: much. Oh, thank you so much. And just to let everyone know, Elting is E-L-T-I-N-G, just so you got the proper spelling. Thank you again, Liz, for coming and sharing your great gifts today. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Christina. Greatly appreciate it.